Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Dark City by Catherine Lee. Uh, we're back from our two-week vacation. Shane and Ganesh have both turned 30 years old, and we are joined by a special guest, Kat Leth. This book's a tale from down under, so uh, uh, get get ready, matey! podcast amazon book club i'm austin hannah i'm ganesh sarma i'm shane burklow and this week we have a special guest our good friend kat leth hello hey hey Hey. real podcasts have guests this is the next step we're taking it's normal for us yeah it's normal to have a guest here i am yep uh so uh this week uh before we get into the book we have some housekeeping to attend to first of all we had a great uh, interview with another podcast called Damn You Diary. Wait, this was before our vacation. We took a vacation. There was a two-week vacation there. Ganesh and Shane. Uh, well, Shane, you went to a wedding. Is that right? No, I had a birthday. I turned oh. 30 years old. <laughs> he also had a birthday. Ganesh is also 30 That's now. That's right. Uh, two thir- couple of 30-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, big whoop. We're yeah. twin brothers. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> sorry, Ganesh and Shane. So for it at birth. And I'm still a young, wild 20-something. Just uh, keeping keeping these old guys on their toes. So uh, that's great. Happy birthday, everybody who gives a shit. Thanks. Let's move on. All right. Back to what I originally said. We had another podcast who like the we found we made a podcast friend. It's fair to say, right? Yeah. yeah. Damn, damn you diary. Damn you diary. It's you a good podcast. Great. Yeah, you guys are great. Very what is nice. it about? Uh, it's like they talk about all kinds of stuff and they have some episodes where they review podcasts and they picked ours to yeah, review. They're kind enough to listen to ours. And they had really nice words to say. And thank you so much. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, Oh, and they also sent us some gifts. Yeah. Uh, So they sent us, let's see. uh, It looks like they sent us a container full of fudge. Yeah, with some cats on it. Some cute, cozy cats. In reference to our past podcast. What was it called? I don't even know. They probably say fudge, Mr. Murder, Maple Syrup. Oh, Maple Syrup. It was called Maple Syrup Murders. Maple Syrup Murder Mystery. And of the O O Fudge series. That's right. And anyway, fudge played a major part in the plot. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to dive into that right now. It is a nice tin. It's got cats all over it. Appropriate with cat here this week. (gasps) Well, you look at that. The universe just comes together. Isn't that nice? Yes. Are uh, you guys going to give me some fudge? Uh, you know, we'll take, wait, just wait a minute. Uh, so let's, what's the next gift? They also sent us uh, a, f- a fling shot, flying monkey, which is apparently a monkey you can fling very far away. Do you uh, want to do a quick ASMR session with that rapper? Shh. 2018. Laurel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's great. Thank you for that. Oh, and they sent us a book called Sick Bastards. They spent quite a bit of money on this. Thank so. you, guys. This is really cool. Do I we gotta f- say. Do we feel obligated to send something back? <laughs> so anyway, this book is called Sick Bastards by Matt Shaw. I can't wait to dig into it. Um, should we read it for the show? Is that the implication? I guess I should probably ask them this question myself. Right? Yeah. yeah. So maybe uh, pretty soon. We should be- send them something back. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll send. we'll send you guys something back. We'll send, send you guys them something. back. Thank the you again. Tin. The tin. 
<laughs> yeah, let's send them back the empty tin. Yeah, like we'll, a little note inside. We enjoyed the fudge. We'll be pin tins. Yeah, tin pals. No, nope. <laughs> one of those is good, ten, and the other one's ten, bad. Ten, I didn't. Ten, ten I didn't understand the ten, first ten, one, ten, so I'm gonna go with tin pals. Ten pals. Uh, so great. Thank you, Damn You Diary. Yet again, please go check them out, and uh, if you have time, listen to the episode where we uh, answer some questions. Anyway, we're back. We're back, and we're fully loaded. We are. Ganesha's tan. Yeah. Um, Tanner than usual. And that's about it. The only difference. I'm very pale. I'm here. Yeah, Kat's here. here. Thank yep. you guys for having me. Yeah, of course. 21st episode. That's a big one. I yeah. think. Yeah. That means we can drink now. We're in a whole new decade. I can't wait to try beer. Did you just turn 21? Yeah. I forgot to tell you guys. It was I didn't want to interrupt the 30th birthday celebration, but I just hit 21. Congrats. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna love beer. It tastes <laughs> it tastes like pee. It's a like little a little bit. It's like a boot that you can drink. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I've been drinking my boot to get ready for this, so I'm I'm, I'm prepared. Uh, so on it's that, like you take grass <laughs> and, and you put it in a blender with some pee, and that's what that's what beer tastes like. Yum! Yeah, here I go. I'm gonna taste it. That's actually how you make it. Is that right? Wow. Mm. Good. Does it taste good? Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. If you if you're listening, beer, we'll advertise you yeah, right now. Beer. It's what's for dinner. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, that's good. An yeah. original. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, where's the beer? That's another good one. Uh, so let's uh, let's jump into this book. What's it called? I already forgot. We talked so much about other stuff. At the Dark beginning. City. Dark City uh, by Catherine Lee, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. I remember because it's so close to Catherine Leff. Hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if it was you? <laughs> we just, uh, we, heads up. We I am to. the author of this book. Whoa, shit. All right. Uh, if only. We're going to have a lot of questions for you. Though. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, so how about you read us a synopsis, Ganesh, and uh, <clears throat> let us know what's up with this book. <clears throat> Wife, mother, friend. Austin Hannah. <laughs> missing person. Austin Hannah. Oops. Rebecca Gilmore went out last night. She didn't come home. With the vicious adultery killer still on the loose, <laughs> Detective Charlie Cooper is paying special attention to missing women. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck cut. Cooper. As he investigates Rebecca's disappearance, Becky, he soon realizes everyone close to the suburban housewife has something to hide. Is this the work of the elusive serial killer or someone closer to home? Ooh, I can't wait to find out. Wait, there's a serial killer? Yeah. Yeah. They're called the adulter- adultery killer. Is so that right? He only kills adulterers. Oh, he's like Dexter, but yeah. for adulterers. A Tale yeah. of Families, Greed, Corruption, and Murder, Dark City is a prequel novella to the Dark series. This is a prequel? Oh, this is a prequel. Yeah. This is nice. We're starting our 20s out. Without like the third in a series or like the fifth in a That's right. We're going to work like basically in the zero. This is before the first book. Yeah. Prehistory. I can't. Yeah. Cool. That's right. It's prehistory. This is BC. There's going to be some world building in this before one. Chuck. <laughs> uh, well, great. Do you want to, should we, do you think that we should read the book? Uh, sh- yeah, that's what we're here for. Oh. Let's get to know Becky. Let's, oh, Becky and Chuck. Becky with the adulterer hair. Oh. Wait, is Becky dead? Sorry. Yes. Dead Becky with the gross hair. The still growing <laughs> hair. And nails. That I've, heard, I've heard it goes for when, months. Yeah. Ew, cool. Yeah, when you dig up, when you go grave digging, like I do sometimes, sometimes you just find big piles of nails. What about Baldman? Oh, they grow hair. It's amazing. <laughs> that's the secret. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the secret to hair growth is you die. <laughs> All right, so if this is your first episode, if you started with number 21, uh, first of all, why and who are you? But what we do here is we read free ebooks 
from Amazon Prime read being used very loosely. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page. And then we try to figure out if it's a good book, a bad book, or if we should call the police. Uh, so on that note, Ganesh, do you want to start with the first page here of Dark City? Chapter one, Detective Sergeant Charlie Cooper couldn't win. The car was packed the boys were strapped in, and they had just been about to pull out of the driveway when his phone rang. It was his first weekend off in a month, the first chance they had had to get away down the coast since Patrick had been born. Think I mean, again, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck and the boys. One night away, that's all he wanted. Two days to go swimming, to teach Michael how to fish, to sit next to his wife and watch the sun go down outside a little beach cabin. That's fair, right? But no. Who doesn't deserve that? Don't answer it, Liz pleaded. You're not on call. Come on, Coop. This is our time. It was Detective Sergeant Russell Stockton. <laughs> Everybody's a detective sergeant. His partner of 10 years and Stocky hated it when Cooper didn't answer the phone. Well, this guy's like, you got to work all the time. I know. Taskmaster. Cooper answered. We left already, he said. A very intimidating voice. No, you haven't. It's not even 10 o'clock yet. No way you got that family reading on the road by now. Come on, <laughs> Stock. We're literally sitting in the car. Aren't we boys? <laughs> Who are these boys? Chime in, boys. <laughs> are those other cops? He has, a, no, he has, he has, a, little, he has a little chorus of boys in the backseat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> father. Father, yes. <laughs> We're going down the coast, father. Cooper looked around to his eldest son, Michael, who usually wouldn't shut up, but was already engrossed in some kid's program on Liz's iPad. Oh, idiot. Way to help dad out. Oh, it's a modern day story. Yeah. yeah. It did kind of strike me as a period piece. Me too. I don't know why. Yeah. We've got a missing woman, Coop. Uh, again? So-called missing persons. We're homicide, remember? You know we have to take this. <laughs> I only deal with the dead ones. <laughs> I don't care if she's alive. <laughs> Call me when she's dead. <laughs> well, she's dead right now. <laughs> no, I just killed her. Cooper undid his seatbelt and got out of the car. He wanted to slam the door, but was conscious of his pissed off wife still oh, sitting in the passenger seat. I don't want oh. to disturb the boys. Yes, he knew they had to take the call. It was July and the adultery killer, the prick they'd been chasing for nearly the whole time they'd been partners, was due to kill again. <laughs> this prick. It's an easy way to catch him. Just find people adultering. That's right. And then monitor them. Pose as an adulterer. Yeah, pose. Just committed. <laughs> just adulter. I'm sorry, honey. It's for the job. I've got to adulter. You've got to be. <laughs> I don't think we're using that adulter right. to identify adulter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes one to know undercover. one. Adulter or undercover. Yeah, he's no. They're like a bait. It's like when you put out. A, it's like when to catch a predator when they have the little kid come to the door. It's like, but instead, it's just adultery. Well, it's that guy's name, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen, yeah. adulterer or undercover. Yeah, he was an adult. Did you know that? Yeah, Chris Hansen got. Really? He got yeah. both. Uh, Shut up. Yeah, really? he got busted. Uh, Cheating on his wife. Oh my god! Yeah, he got it. He, he got Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. I mean, got Chris Hansen. Well, he so, well, at least he wasn't. I mean, kids. to be fair, he was not. He, he was not a pedophile. <laughs> was his wife a child? <laughs> well, now that you mention it, <laughs> my child bride is going to be so upset. <laughs> oh, my, the old ball and chains at elementary school today. All right. Well, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's jump it back in here. Every report of a missing woman came straight to them. I'll pick you up in fifteen, said Stocky, and ended the call before Cooper could complain further. Liz got out of the car and gave him the look. Not again. She I don't could... have a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to school to drop off my homework <laughs> before the before the big trip. First period's coming up. 
She could yell and complain all she liked, and it wouldn't bother him too much. A tantrum, you may say. But the look always got him. Disappointment, that's what it was. The look said it all. <laughs> Why don't you take the boys and uh, go yourself? He suggested. It's only a two-hour drive. Maybe I can sort this one out quickly. Is that okay with you, boys? I can get a train down to meet you. <laughs> yes, father. Father, it's okay. <laughs> Wait, why are they crying? Because they really want father to come. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> but they're, they're trying to keep it together. Yeah, he's and, stern, yeah. though. You got to pay attention. You got to you know, right. follow orders. Right. And what if you can't? I'm stuck in a little cabin on my own with a baby and a toddler. No, thanks. I can do that here. She opened the back door and released Patrick from his capsule. Oh, is that a squirrel? It's a Pokemon. <laughs> no, I think that's the two boys boy. and a squirrel. Oh, that's one of the boys. Get out that's of your capsule, boy. <laughs> you little baby boy. You're free, boy. Run. (laughs) (laughs) At least help me get them back inside before you disappear. Cooper opened the back door on his side of the car. Wait, get them back inside? Yeah, they just bolted. (laughs) (laughs) Heard these boys back indoors. I can't have them out and about all Oh, boys, boys, come back. Boys. They're like, father, no. Ha, ha, ha. I'm not wearing their collars. You must catch us, Dancing down the street. (laughs) Time to get the net. (laughs) Boys, you'll be sorry you did this. Cooper opened the back door on his side of the car and squatted down next to Michael, who up until now had been oblivious to what was going on. (laughs) Now he's taking a big shit. (laughs) Michael, please. He was so absorbed in the iPad, Cooper had to reach in and turn it off to get his son's attention. Danny. Oh, no. Hate this kid already. We were doing proper boys, and you're doing dirty brats. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, Daddy. no, no, no. I want you to go through your guts. Daddy. <laughs> okay, I like it. Daddy. Sorry, mate, but you need to go inside. <laughs> Wait, what? Maybe they're in uh, they Britain? We, we Britain. We're suddenly down on Australia. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> they say that in Britain, too. Mate, everybody's your mate. Yeah, howdy, mate. Sure. He undid the restraints on the car seat. Cowabunga, mate. Restraints? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're strapped in the boys. Well, we're going to the beach. They did say they were strapped Who are in. these kids? <laughs> not, not today. A crop of unruly boys. <laughs> not today. Daddy has to work. There it was again. The That's look. a good voice for Chuck. <laughs> now you're in. Jesus. When Eddie learned all that from his mother, not even three years old, and he already was settled in for a lifetime of disappointment from his father. <laughs> oh, oh, holy shit. Father, no. Michael climbed down out of the car and walked back into the house, clutching the iPad. He didn't even give him back the iPad. No, he just needs to relocate. (laughs) I'm busy. Cooper (laughs) unloaded the bags he'd carefully arranged in the boot just minutes earlier. Uh, I'm getting uh, a very British vibe here. Yeah, cool. I like it. The boot is the The wheel of the car. The trunk. No, I thought it was the brig. Ah, I thought it was the driver. The boot. Yeah. Yeah. The boot is the trunk. You push down the gas with the boot. Yeah. No, I think the boot is the trunk. Yeah. Or the front. And a type of shoe. The yeah. trunks are in the front. In and the, the shape of uh, Italy. Just and the taste earlier. of beer. Wait, were we recording earlier? Yeah. The beer conversation? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were. It tastes like a boot. It tastes like a boot. A big like- old dirty boot. <laughs> and took them into the house. Liz was nowhere to be seen. He took the bags to the bedroom, quickly changed his clothes, and got his badge and gun from the safe in the wardrobe. These boys are <laughs> <in> my limits. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, Detective Sergeant Chuck is coming out now. <laughs> That's Detective Daddy to you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> when he came back downstairs, Michael was again engrossed in the screen while Patrick lay on a rug on the floor and Liz made herself a coffee. Ooh, laying on the rug. Smells good, he said, trying to make peace. It's too early for wine, Liz replied. Hey, coffee or wine? 
or water. That's what all, else? That's all Shane drinks. She turned around to face him and managed a small smile. Cooper came over and wrapped his arms around her. I'll be home as soon as I can. I'm really sorry. Liz accepted the embrace for a few short seconds, then pushed him away when the sound of Stocky's car horn filled the room. <laughs> Say goodbye to your sons, she reminded him. Whoa. You mean my boys? <laughs> Do not harm my boys, Liz. <laughs> uh, oh, that's where we're stopping? I mean, I can keep going, but nah, that right. seemed like a good break. That's a good breaking point. Um, Boy. Boys. Uh, <laughs> that was good. I am interested. Uh, it seems like this guy has a history of ruining family vacations yeah. and other events. Yeah, it sounds like he's too tied to his work. Huh? Yeah. And he's oddly okay with it. Yeah. He, like, does not give a shit. He's married to the job. He's like Elliot Stabler. Yeah. Oh, and there's iPads, which means that he's actively rejecting I mean, these these ideals are out there in the modern day, and this guy is saying no. Oh, that's right. This is my a modern job. man. This isn't like a '50s madman right. where no they don't know any better. It's like you know, dude. Yeah. Pick up the iPad yourself once in a yeah, while. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck this vacation." Yeah. No, this guy is actually an asshole, uh, and he's his, his <laughs> kids are being parented by an iPad and a clearly uh, wino of a mother. So, I know. She resisted the wine. She yeah, went, she just because it was early. Yeah, I guess you could call her a coffee o. Yeah, she's stimulus. A coffee ho. <laughs> Coffee-o. Not ho. Coffee-o. Like a wino. That's a British thing. Coffee-o. Oh, coffee-o. I thought you said coffee-ho. Well, you know, I think that that's great. A great beginning to this podcast. Uh, Do you want to jump ahead and see what Chuck and the boys are up to? Yes, daddy. Yes, please, sir. Please. Please, sir. Skip ahead, sir. Please, daddy. Please (laughs) just skip ahead. Sorry for this. I'm jumping ahead now to the uh, 25% mark of Dark City. Dark City. Well, <laughs> is this a new character? It's isolated enough, said Cooper as he drove oh. down the dirt road towards one of the many entrances to Lane Cove National yeah. Park. Somewhere I can dump Ooh. the body. <clears throat> Yeah, it sounds like a spooky place. Yeah, they'll never find Liz here. Stocky giving, <laughs> whoa. Stocky giving directions according to the map on the monitor in front of him. Now start digging, boys. <laughs> yes, sir. Sure is. Not a bad place for a body dump. <gasps> He's a detective. Though. They're not, fi- He's finding yeah, the body. Not that great, though. She was found in less than 24 hours. If it is her, but yeah, they said the body was fresh, whoever it is. So I guess the offender didn't know about the old guy who lives out here with his dog. I guess not. Oh, he lives out here, huh? (laughs) Asked Cooper, negotiating a bend in the dirt. According to the first responders who interviewed him, Stocky pulled out his notebook and flicked through the pages. Shout out to the first responders. His name is Ben. Love those first responders. Wouldn't give a last name. Officer Keens told me after a fair bit of questioning and reassurance that they weren't going to evict him. Ben finally admitted to living in, in a tent about a kilometer west of the crime scene. Kilometer, huh? Ben is a weird name for an old man. No, old, nah, it's old, old ben. ben Kenobi. Yeah, from Star Wars. That's who it is. Imagine that in your head. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> so uh, what was he doing when he when he found her? Or sorry, when the dog found her. You said something about a slingshot? Oh, uh, yeah, he uses <laughs> it on birds. Says he mostly takes the minor birds. A few others that are considered pests. I saw a big bird out here. I was slingshotting it, so it fell right here where this lady is. What are the odds? I didn't kill the lady, though. <laughs> yeah, I sure got that bird, though. He, he leaves the good ones alone, or so he says. He eats them? 
Cooper asked, trying to understand how this man might be living. Yeah, <laughs> they cook up real good. Apparently, this man eats birds. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've never not That's in all my thing. years. What else do you do with a dead bird? Yeah, what the fuck? I eat dead birds like all the time. Just put them in a pile. It's like my main thing is eating birds. Put them in a pile. Yeah, well, you got you just ate half a bird. I'm not joking. I eat bird a lot. <laughs> I eat a lot of bird. You're I, for the birds. Who? Am I? Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, that's a good. He transition and the dog field. were hunting, as they call it. When oh, the dog anyway. got really interested in this patch of dirt by the river. Pull up here. Mm. We need to walk the rest of the way. We got a stinky patch. Also, oh, the dog found it. it. That's right. Classic. Cooper parked the car, and they both got out. There was a cool breeze, but the sun was unusually warm for this time of year, so they both left their coats in in the car. Okay, sounds pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, four. About a uh, half a k. This way. Half a K? My oh, they are. I was about to say, this is America. Half a, half a kilo. We've That's established weight, that sir. this is in the UK. Because yeah. <laughs> of the a K? That's a letter. What do you mean? A lowercase K? What do you Stocky mean? Stocky set off. <laughs> and Cooper tucked his notebook into his pocket, rearranged his shoulder holster and his Glock, then set off after his partner. So uh, how much of the crime scene did this Ben and his dog disturb? Like Cooper asked thing. once he'd caught up. Stucky shrugged. I uh, guess we'll find out when we get there. It's been licked clean. <laughs> <laughs> that, that man was ready for licking. Uh-uh, these bones are. Well, I was thinking the dog. Uh... <laughs> the dog was like, what are you doing? Yeah, sure. The dog could get down on that, too. <laughs> no, no, no. But I think the man was also. They were sharing. Right. Yeah. Licking the pile. Yeah. They walked the rest of the way in silence and Cooper noted the abundance of footprints on the track. Forensic the services must have already been here, and it looked like they had already made their first mistake. If this was the way the killer or killers entered the area, they just obliterated any footprint evidence. He hoped that they hadn't sent complete idiots out to process this scene. Oh, you friggin' idiots! <laughs> you ruined my scene! Classic forensic. <laughs> These guys are just stomping and jumping around in the puddles. <laughs> oh, sorry, boss! <laughs> I didn't see any prints here. Cooper had seen more than enough evidence destroyed by the very people who were supposed to collect and process it. Contrary to how it looked on TV, crime scene analysis was a difficult process and one that was often fucked up. Ooh, wait. Does it say that? Yeah. Hard F, huh? Whoa, Catherine Lee. Ooh la la. Unintentionally. Of course, but fucked up it was nonetheless. Oh, that's in there again. Damn, now two we're rated bucks, R. Two sentences. Yeah, that is. Back you only get back. one for a PG thirteen. Yeah, you only get the one fuck. Wow, I know. Now I know what we're dealing with. My God, is this a Scorsese movie? A bang and go. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is like the Snowman. Oh, there were some good crime scene techs and forensic services, but unfortunately, there were few and far between. Yeah, wow, it's really a, going into this. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> slamming all forensic scientists here. <laughs> Forensics is a sham. <laughs> And from what he'd seen on the walk-in, they didn't get a good one. As they entered this site, Cooper's worst fears were confirmed. Tigers. <laughs> Is that ISIS, too? <laughs> oh, shit. ISIS writing tigers? It's getting really real. My worst fears. The lead forensic technician was oh, walking wow. around with a clipboard and what suspiciously resembled a checklist. Cooper looked at Stocky, who just shook his head. The best investigators knew what they were doing, knew what was evidence and what wasn't, and knew how to process a crime scene intuitively. If they needed a checklist, they weren't very good at their job. Mm, well, this guy's a real complainer. Stucky went over to the shallow grave where forensic pathologist Dr. Garrett Burns was supervising the ex... Excavation? Ex... ex Excavation. Excavation of the body. Excavation. Oh, right. I got it. 
that where they they dig up the body, put yeah. it on a table, yeah, and then you put like a little string in it, make it like a puppet, you dance it around like a marionette. You hose it down. Oh uh, yeah, I'll edit that out. So they it sounds the like hose I got that in licking. one fell swoop there. Oh, very good. You'll at, forget. At least Garrett was here. Thought Cooper. Hopefully that meant the body would be processed properly. I lost it. Cooper let Stocky check that out while he sought out the lead forensic technician. That was the damnedest thing. I just had this body <laughs> and I, I went to lunch. I was looking for my wallet and I turned around and then the body was also gone. Like, I, I took a call and <laughs> you know, it's just so funny. <laughs> what are you going to do? The guy it's with slippery. the clipboard. <laughs> O'Hara said Cooper reading from the man's name tag. He held out a hand instinctively, then turned it into an awkward wave when he saw the technician was wearing gloves. Oh. I'm Cooper. That's my partner, Stockton. We're homicide. Taking the lead on this one. What you got? A uh, white female looks to be late 40s or uh, early 50s, buried in a shallow grave. Not sure what whoever did this thought they were hiding. She's well, wrapped in plastic. She would have surfaced in a heavy rain if the dog hadn't found her first. <laughs> this forensic guy is very sick. He needs looks, to t- go home. <laughs> looks like she's been stabbed. Eat some soup. He can't handle the emotional yeah. toll of this job. Is this his first day? <laughs> I think I found a dead body over there again. <laughs> oh my god. This body's really gross. I thought her forensics was like business. I'll get all that from the coroner. What can you tell me about the scene? I'm gonna throw up. O'Hara took a few steps to his left, pointed to the patch of dirt that someone had segregated with tent pegs and oh, crime scene. Tent pegs? Boo segregation. We've got a significant bowl of blood over here. <laughs> Most likely, this is where she was stabbed. A bowl of blood? I tried to cover it up by raking the dirt over the top. But a, pool, again, a pool of blood. Oh, a pool of blood. It wasn't a very thorough job. We found it straight away. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's really. This guy's your most complex character you've ever done. You're giving him all this emotion. I think this might be the best character I've ever heard Ganesh do. I cannot get a read on this guy. (laughs) Is he okay? He's holding back tears. Cooper, he just got personal badness. Unrelated to the uh, events. Cooper took a good look at the blood soaked area. So she was killed here and uh, what? Dragged over to the grave? Yeah, looks like it. I'm guessing they killed her, then uh, dug the hole and dragged her over to it, put her in, filled it back up as much as they did in the left. You're guessing? Uh, not really your job to guess, is it? O'Hara looks sheepish. <laughs> Does this guy sound confident? They're grilling this guy who's crying right in front of them. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. no, Sergeant. <laughs> but no. I've been studying criminology and we've just been working on crime reconstruction. I thought I'd give it a go I just here. got out of class and came over here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Does he really say I'm sorry? Yeah. That is so profound. Wow. You played this guy perfect. Nailed it. I'm so tickled. Cooper raised his eyebrows. Criminology, huh? All right, then. What else did your crime reconstruction tell you? O'Hara's face lit up. I, I think it happened the other night, and uh, I think there was more than <laughs> what? He's one offender. <laughs> and why do you think that? Well, well, the attempt to cover up the blood was clumsy. Not all of it was covered. I think that this indicates that it was d- d- dark and the uh, offender couldn't see very well. Oh, yeah, but it could also mean they're in a hurry. But go on. Oh, right. Yes. That's an asshole. <laughs> Is he wearing, did he put on like a like a reassuring blanket or something? Yeah, he's, 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 got, he's got an emergency blanket. He's got a blanket around him. He's got a hot cup of cocoa in his hand. Chill out, buddy. O'Hara okay. consulted his clipboard. The first responders have obliterated most of the tracks coming into this area, but they stayed clear of the section between the blood and the body. I knew these first responders were fucking yep. idiots. Coop was right. He pointed to the two meter stretch he was talking about. We've eliminated the old man's footprints. There's still three sets left. 
One of them matches the shoes of the victim. The other two uh, must be offenders. Ooh, okay. Whoa, guys. Multiple uh, this was interesting. Mm, multiple yeah, perps. You've got two prints for two people who are unaccounted for. You're absolutely sure they don't belong to anyone here now. Well, we got to the area pretty quickly. <laughs> when I got here, there are only two officers on the scene. The ones who responded to the initial call out and checked both their shoes. They don't match either of the prints. I think it's safe to say these belong to the offenders. <laughs> safe enough for you to stand up in court and say so? You might have to, you know. Oh, I am aware of that, Sergeant. He's got, oh this, guy, he's got this guy up against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do it, Garrett? He's crying again. Where are you, Garrett, at the time of the murder, huh? Suspicious. O'Hara oh, was starting to get testy now, and Cooper thought he'd better lay off the guy. Oh. All right, okay, okay. We got two sets of foreign footprints in the scene, which points to two offenders. I'm assuming you've taken cast of the prints. My colleague is working on that now. Who's that? Is that Kara? That's it, O'Hara. It's oh. the same guy. He's being cheeky now. Right, good, okay. So you're thinking two offenders brought Miss Gilmore. If it was, uh, if it is Miss Gilmore, but let's just say for now that it is, two offenders brought Miss Gilmore into the National Park here at night in order to kill her. Uh, there are houses around here, O'Hara. How Just did they get her to go quietly? Disrespecting our national park. Who's allowed parks? to live in a national park? Uh, also, Teddy Roosevelt. The slingshot guy. Oh, Billy. Gets a pass. Billy yeah. Ben. Billy Slingshots. From Star Trek. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Smokey the Bear. Uh, Yogi the Bear. No, Ben the Bird Hunter with the slingshot. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, Old no, Ben. And the, and the Licking Dog. Old Ben, yeah. Licked her right up. Yeah, he they, got a sweet deal living in government on the dime. Sucking, right, that, yeah. sucking that government tea, Ben. Maybe he's the caretaker. Ah, okay. He's got to be involved. Yeah, I think Ben Check did. his shoes. Yeah. Check his dog shoes. Check his fucking dog <laughs> shoes. Maybe they uh, threatened her somehow? O'Hara suggested. Yes, I expect they probably did. I would imagine she felt threatened being out here in the dark like that. But how did they get her here? We'll have to check with Garrett whether she had any oh, defensive boy. wounds. Not sure. guys. He's up on Garrett. <laughs> Not sure <laughs> Garrett's ready for more. <laughs> Cooper was thinking out loud now. If she didn't, then the only thing that makes sense is that she knew her attackers and came here willingly with them. He turned back to O'Hara. Anything your crime reconstruction can tell me? Not, not yet, Sergeant. I'm still working on it. Whew. Wow. What a scene. Powerful. <clears throat> oh, boy. Garrett was maybe the best character in the history of this podcast. Garrett might get a best supporting actor nod. Yeah, at the uh, Independent Spirit Awards. At our at the podcast awards, yeah, at the ones we're holding at our own home, yeah. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, that was uh, interesting. So they they found uh, some footprints there. Two footprints? Is that what we got? Is that two Four. sets? Two, two sets, sets of footprints. Of footprints. So Just like that, uh, like that Jesus post poster with the beach. Oh yeah, never yeah. caught that one. Yeah, well, and the victim's footprints, which means she had she, feet. Oh, she did have feet oh. at the time. She was walking at the time. Well, they probably can tell that. By her body. Yeah. I mean, I'm just. We don't know. Unless they removed the feet. <laughs> they didn't mention the feet. They're like, they're going to match these prints. Let's cut off the feet. <laughs> and they sewed it up so it looked like she had no feet for years. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. Shame. That's impossible. Because uh, they would look fresh. <laughs> these, nubs, these nubs don't look worn. No, no. These are fresh nubs. These are fresh nubs. Somebody just created these nubs. Um, uh, well, I have a hypothesis. Ooh, do tell. Uh, two sets of prints yes. aside from the victim. Uh, I understand where you're going. I know a set of people. Who? The two boys. <gasps> Cooper's boys. The sons. Boys. The boys. My boys. Damn, I thought you were going to say a centaur. No. Anyway, well, the boys could have done it. 
They never forget about the boys. Two boys, four feet. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on the boys. Math adds up. That's right. Let's jump ahead now to the fifty percent mark. Terrific. Here we go. This is the 50% mark of Dark City. Dark City. I haven't, you know, I we haven't seen any city. Yeah, elements it's been yet. in a national park. That's right. We have been in a very heavily wooded area. I'd like to see the With city. blood pools. That's right. I want to see the city and I want to see more boys. I want to see like a nice city skyline. Yeah. That's dark. Yeah. Paint a picture. Because the power went out. Paint a picture for me, Catherine Lee. What have we got? Stucky asked as soon as they were in the main open plan office area of Homicide Headquarters back in Parramatta. Parramatta. There were four detectives standing around a large screen, including Sammy Solwick, Ooh. Davis's partner. I love Sammy Solwick already. His Sammy. voice better whip ass. <laughs> nah, John, Josh Gilmore's car been picked up on street cameras not far from the crime scene within hours of his mother's time of death, said Solwick. <laughs> Does that voice whip ass enough for you? I'll deal with it. Whip enough ass, I should say. It he, he said he was out driving with his mates that night. It's a moderate amount of whipping. They could have been just, I don't know, driving around. You know what kids these age are like. Yeah, but there was no one in the car with him. Solwick pointed at the screen. Freeze it there, he said to the technician controlling the pictures. See? Passenger <laughs> seat's empty. He's got some moxie. Stucky and Cooper exchanged glances, and Cooper could see a whole world of pain in young Josh's immediate future. Oh, boy. Stucky did not like being lied to. We're going to head out there now? Yup. Don't take your coat off. Cooper checked the time on his mobile phone. Because it's chilly out there. My mobile. (laughs) Notice he had a missed call from his wife. Shit. Yeah, fuck her. I got a crime to solve. Was there something he had forgotten to do again? Oh, another vacation. Somewhere he was supposed <laughs> to be. Well, just let me make a call first. No, she's having another boy. Cooper heard Stocky instructing the technician to print some still shots from the footage as he walked away to call Liz. He hadn't forgotten anything, as it turned out, but that didn't stop him from disappointing her anyway. She- uh, rocky marriage. Huh? Yeah, well, yeah. clearly from the get-go, because he literally ditched a vacation to go hang out with his abusive boss. Right. She'd called to see if he'd been home, if he'd be home for supper, wanted to make him something nice. Aw. He's good. about to be like, fuck no. She's it feels th- like weeks since we sat down and ate together, Coop. She's too good for him. No one wants your pasta. <laughs> she always called him Coop, had done since before they were high school sweethearts. I know, Liz, I'm so sorry, but I'm in the middle of a case. We've got a lead on a suspect and we have to follow it up tonight. <sighs> You know how it is. Liz, I told you, I'm Mr. Detective now. (laughs) I guess I'll eat all this linguine myself. He hated these conversations, and it felt like they were having more and more of them lately. You're always in the middle of a case. You've been in the middle of the same fucking case for (gasps) 10 fucking years. Whoa. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. They'd had these conversations before, yes, but this level of animosity was new. Uh, What's wrong? Has something happened? No, nothing's happened. That's precisely the point, Coop. Nothing's happening. 
I want my husband back. Cooper based a few short steps as he tried to figure out what to say. Too bad. Where was this coming from? In the end, he figured it wasn't going to be resolved over the phone. We obviously need to talk. Will you wait up for me, I'll see Liz? You. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> Stay up late for me tonight so I can come home. I'm going to come home angry. And with act the- like I have no idea why you're pissed off. I'm going to come home with all the baggage of a homicide detective. And then we're going to have a serious discussion at two in the morning. Yes. All right. But we need to do something, Coop. I feel like a single parent. This isn't what I had in mind when we started a family. Well, we could kill some of the boys. And I'll have some hot chocolate ready when you we get home. We sell those boys. <laughs> <laughs> they Catch they're, a fair price. They're, they're strong. <laughs> he nodded, realizing she couldn't see him, but not really knowing what to say. He eventually came up with, I'll be home as soon as I can, and hung up. I've heard that before. This guy is the worst. Yeah, he sucks. I want him to be dead by the end of this book. No, he won't be. Dead in bed. Oh, this is the prequel. Dead in bed. Oh, Ooh. this is the prequel. But he, maybe he's not a main character of the next book. He could be like maybe the Anakin Skywalker or whatever. Like Maybe the forensic guys maybe the take sons. over. Yeah, that's right. Maybe. Learn maybe both sons in the future of Dark City. Oh, uh, Dark City! Two criminals because of their deadbeat. That's right. Uh, cop daddy. This is a prequel. The actual Dark City is like a dark Blade Runner esque sci fi. <laughs> yeah, and this is just, wrong in this. <laughs> something goes horrifically wrong in uh, wherever this takes place. Palmetto, what'd they say? God knows. Palmetto. Stucky was standing right behind him. Trouble? Yeah, I think so. How do you do it, Stuck? This job, I mean, and still stay happily married. I don't. Who said I was happily married? There you go. You are, aren't you? Stucky pulled up a chair that was nearby and Cooper leaned on a desk. I thought I was, Coop, but you have to be careful. These things creep up on you when you're not looking. Anthea and I, we, we have had our fair Anthea? share of problems. Is that a disease? That's his grandmother. I think that's a health insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> Once me and Anthea are on the rocks these days, my deductible went way up. <laughs> Once the kids left home, I thought things would get easier, not harder. How would they get harder? Anthea still works, doesn't she? Yeah, a couple of days a week. Yeah, she, but she's uh, been on me. She breaks rocks. Don't Wait, worry. The boys have moved away now? No, this is St- Stucky. Stockies. Oh, right, right. This, this is, is the boss man. This is his blushing bride. It's oh, not even my. his boss. It's just his partner. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Oh. Stop. Which is even weirder that like he is like taking orders from him. Yeah. Well, he's, They're equals. Well, I mean, one of them has to wear the pants. Yeah, he's a cuck. <laughs> but she's been on at me to retire for a while now says this job's not doing me any good and she wants to do some traveling before we're too old to enjoy it retire are you serious you're only what 50 something yeah 55 next month anthea wants to get a caravan do the gray nomad thing what an idiot we had the kids early coop never really got any time for ourselves when we were younger yep She's got a point. Uh, <laughs> we've both worked hard and we deserve to enjoy life for a change. Ah, uh, yeah. Life. Gray nomads. Yeah. Ooh, I think that that's fair, right? Like, I've sympathized with the wives. I'm 30 and I want to retire. Yeah. I would love to retire. I wish I just had a bunch of money. I could do nothing all day. Well, I wouldn't even do this. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? I don't know. I'd dive into it like Scrooge McDuck. You just swim around in your money. Yeah, it'd be coins. Yeah, you'd probably You're break swim in your stuff. Bitcoin. Huh? You get a rash. I'd get sick. You get a dirty <laughs> rash. Yeah, I would. I'd get skin condition. <laughs> yeah, but uh, retirement at fifty-five. You ready for that? I wasn't. I'll be honest. But after this morning, maybe I've had enough. Maybe I'm sick of working my arse off Ooh. only to get shit on all the time. Not shite. Man, it's crazy when you're you're getting your own ass getting poop on it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like from <laughs> that, definitely is weird. Yeah, hey, I'm just saying. Astute. That's weird. 
bold. Hey, you know, if you want some hot takes, come to me. Yeah, that's uh, Shane's takes. Uh, you can call him on his personal cell phone and he'll tell them to you. Personal thoughts on retirement. You. I'll yell to you. Stand outside of his window and throw pebbles. Cooper was stunned. How did the day go from working the case and following leads to Liz being angry with him and talk of retirement? He realized Stocky was quite a bit older than he was himself. But his 40th was just around He's the older. corner and he had no plans for the next phase of no his life. Pants. No pants. A wah, wah, wah. I'm 40, baby. <laughs> Isn't that what people talk about? The next phase? 40 was middle age, wasn't it? Shouldn't he be looking forward to his future and making plans? No, all the good stuff's behind you. Buddy. Or at least paying more attention to his family? Stucky interrupted his sudden life confusion. Come on, we need to go and find Josh Gilmore. Quit being a puss. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh. hurt my throat. <laughs> the character coughed too. <laughs> He's smoking a cigarette. At the Gilmore house, it was immediately obvious Josh was in trouble. Cooper pulled into the driveway and exited quickly. Stocky jumping out of the passenger seat and coming around to the driver's side where the action was. A tattooed youth. Ute. <gasps> what? Ute? Ute? A ute? A tattooed ute. Bigger in stat- stature than Josh and much more physically imposing. Ooh. Had the lad in a headlock and so, was trying to get him to the ground. Sounds sexy. Man, the Utes these days are big and tattooed. Covered lads. They're rough. You know how people are always just giving you a headlock out in the street? Mm-hmm. A couple more kids. These ones both tall and lanky. I hate seeing these lads and headlocks. No, that's bad. Bad news. The Ute. Seemed to have underestimated Josh's anger, though, so it was turning out to be a surprisingly even match. Cooper and Stocky flashed their badges as they grabbed a fighter and held them on opposite sides of the small front yard. Oh, what's this about? (laughs) Cooper heard Stocky ask Josh, but he didn't stick around to hear the answer. He moved the tattooed ute as far away as possible down the driveway and out onto the footpath while Stocky took Josh in the other direction. Uh, Not police brutality. That's right. Get on the footpath. Get on the fucking footpath. <laughs> you heard me. You heard me. Oh, shit. We got oh, What's Jesus. your name, mate? It's <laughs> a great accent. The youth shrugged himself out of Cooper's grip and looked the detective up and down before finally giving an answer. Luke. Luke what? Luke Veeger. Who are you? <laughs> oh, like that. Who the frig are who, you? Who wants to know, huh? <laughs> I'm Luke Veeger. I live so down what? the street. Yeah. I'm Luke Veeger. So what? <laughs> yeah, I eat trash. What are you going to do about it, huh? You don't know me. Detective Sergeant Cooper, do you want to tell me what's going on here, Luke? Not really. The steering competition lasted almost a minute. Cooper held his own and Luke finally gave in. Just a disagreement between mates, that's all. Nothing for you lot to be worried about. Oh, you Worry, lot. He's worrying about the taxpayer here. That's right. Right? Yeah. Get lost. Pension pennies. We got this. Right. <laughs> Cooper turned and caught sight of a car parked on the median strip, a Subaru Impreza that had obviously been lowered, number plates starting with LV. You know it's illegal to park there, don't you? You can't block the footpath like that. Are you going to give me a ticket, Mr. Detective? They got this footpath on lockdown. (laughs) This is the most secure footpath (laughs) in all of wherever this is. Every day they have to go patrol the footpath and then go do homicide. (laughs) First off, we can check off all the youths on the footpath. Clear the teens off the footpath. (laughs) Or the youths. We find the youths, we get them off the footpath, and then we dig up the bodies. Yeah, choke some youths out, and then we're hitting hitting the bad stuff. Yeah, that's hitting right. The Shallow real, graves. Hitting the real deal. Are you going to give me a ticket, Mr. Detective? I might. I might. And uh, if I search your car over there, am I going to find anything illegal? Luke? Any substances you shouldn't have? Luke? 
that wiped the smirk off his face. Oh, got him. You got no right to search his car, man. Luke is a drug user. Said one of the lanky duo watching on. We I, weren't doing anything wrong. I have black market ivory in there. <laughs> yeah. Tusks. <There's> smugglers. <laughs> Don't touch my tusks. <laughs> and my pelts, too. Those are mine. <laughs> and they're fake. As far as you know. Cooper turned to face the kid. Those stakes are all cow, I promise you. <laughs> I just told you it's illegally parked. That gives me the right to search it if I want to. He turned back to address Luke. It just so happens that I don't really want to. Too much paperwork, and I try to avoid paperwork. I got better shit to do, okay? So with chill. your need for privacy and my need to remain paperwork free, what do you say we help each other out, huh? Luke glanced nervously toward his car and then back to Cooper. Is he being propositioned? He mm -hmm. raised his head in a half nod. What do you want to know? I'll do anything, officer. What were you and Josh fighting about? I told you it was nothing. Just a disagreement among mates. That's all. He did. Those were his exact words. Yeah, he did say it. I, we just heard I it. I remember yep. that we have it written Luke down. Luke is a, he tells he's, the truth. He's an honest guy. They he's call got him, a photogenic memory. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. they do. They call him uh, uh, Polaroid Luke. And it's going to be really bad when they open up the car and it's just filled with photos of adulterers. No, I'll tell you what's in there. The boys. The, the boys? Oh, yeah. The sons. He's got a couple of boys. In They're there. like, Daddy will never know. <laughs> never find us. In you, here, Daddy, Daddy will never know. You know what happened to his mother? Yeah, that's shit, that is. She was a nice lady. So your mate's mother gets killed and you can't be nice to him. You have to fight with him in his front yard. He was arrested yesterday for, for assault. Was that you too? Yeah, fuck it. It was. <laughs> I'll tell you everything. I yeah, killed those women. <laughs> and I'd do it again. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Luke suddenly found something very interesting about the tops of his own feet. I can easily find out. Cooper pulled his mobile phone out of his pocket. Yeah, that was me. So I'll ask you one more time. What's going on between you two? What's got Josh so mad his face is still bright red? Luke glanced over at his supposed mate, who looked the other way as soon as their eyes met. Something was upsetting him, and Cooper had a feeling whatever it was had to do with his mother's oh murder. Oh, God. They're late for dinner. <laughs> Mummy. Mummy's going to be mad at me. He reckons Mommy's dead. He what? reckons I was doing his mum. Oh, what? Oh, he was doing his mum? Fuck Whoa. yeah. That's the kind of stuff I like to hear in a free book. Luke blurted out, <laughs> deciding it was a secret no longer worth keeping. It wasn't what Cooper was expecting, but he did a reasonable job of keeping a straight face. Yeah, I fucked his mom. Wait, but she is dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was this after? Ooh. No, this wasn't. We don't know. Was dead, was it? Was I fucked her sometime around when she ended up there in the, in the bog. <laughs> yeah, you found her. Yeah. <laughs> Not like the two lanky lads standing in the driveway listening, who had obviously been aware of the charge against Luke and were waiting to see if he'd admit admit it to a cop. They sniggered and carried on aye, aye, until aye. Coop shot them a glance to shut them up. What? <laughs> don't go just good what going. keep nope keep going what keep Say going it. keep going i i just read what was keep on going. the page <laughs> you, keep, you better keep going keep going keep going and were you he asked luke <laughs> are you for real man of course not i mean she was a nice lady and all but geez she was his mom <laughs> mommy she was old enough to be my mom that's not how i roll man no way Luke shook his head emphatically, just in case Cooper had any doubts, which he did. Of course, he always had doubts. Ooh. So let me get this straight. Your mate, best mate? Luke shrugged and then nodded. Your best mate's mother is murdered. Okay, and he accuses you of, uh, <laughs> how did you put it? Doing her. <laughs> is that all he accused you of? Sorry, doing her is really fucking. Yeah, my best mate is doing my mom. 
God, what a situation. What are you trying to say, man? Dead. You think I killed her? No way, mate. I wasn't even sleeping with her. Both oh, hands. Oh, okay. Wasn't Both a lot hands. of sleeping going on, if I you know what I'm saying. Oh, I killed her too. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Both hands came up and Luke rubbed and squeezed his head. What? As if trying to eradicate the images. <laughs> this conversation no, no, must no. be putting in there. Unless, of course, he isn't telling the truth, in which case maybe he's trying to eradicate memories of an encounter with an older woman he'd now probably rather forget. Oh, my God. Hey, mate, I wasn't doing your mom. Hey, she mate. was doing me. <laughs> Uh-oh. The body Boing. responds. Oh, my God. What did this all mean for the case? <laughs> he wondered how stocky was going with Josh. I'm not accusing you of anything, Luke. Uh, <laughs> Cooper kept his voice as even as possible in an effort to calm the young Is man. He looking at his text while he's talking? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, 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 what was I saying? <laughs> Cooper was pretty sure he could handle him if he suddenly got violent, but that was the last thing he needed. Right now, he needed this kid to talk. <laughs> Holy shit. Can you just hit me? <laughs> what, what do you, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you think this, uh, what do you think this mate, uh, this mate Josh suspect you were having some kind of a relationship with his mother? I don't know, man. Ask him. He's the one who keeps going off at me about it. I didn't do nothing with his old lady. All I told him was he needed to call me dad now. It wasn't me. <laughs> Seriously, the guy's got it all wrong. It wasn't him that caught him on the counter. Can you like slowly getting a British accent? I'm testing the you're, waters. You're going like a little cockney. It's because too. of all the mummies and mummies and daddies. Mummies and bummies. Mummy. And the shites and arse. Oh, mummy, me arse. Mummy. But, but surely the there must be some reason for him to be suspicious, Cooper. Put, put it in me boot, mummy. Oh. <laughs> mummy, that's me boot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gotta take the sock All off right, first. <laughs> I'm stopping there. <laughs> the sock? All right, we've done enough damage yeah. here at the 50 percent mark. I need to step away. <laughs> he needs to go take. A, he needs to take a lap around the this block. This episode is terrible. No, <laughs> no, no, just like morally, not oh, like yeah, comedy-wise. They're all morally bad. All right, partner, you know what time it is. Let's keep rolling to the 75% mark. You what? Stucky asked. Ooh. I said I killed Rebecca. What? Oh, what? fuck. Who said it? Jack Payne sat very still in his chair, and Cooper noticed that he was no longer sweating. Who's Jack Payne? He was telling the truth. Jack in pain. Wait, Ooh. does he have no head? What's going on? I wasn't listening. He's confessing. He's okay. Confessing. He murdered Rebecca. He, he murdered said Stucky gently, talk us through it. He nodded, a quiet calm settling over him. I was never seeing her. The affair between me and Rebecca, it never happened. Mm. That was Carmel's idea. She told Carmel. me if Rebecca was having an affair. Carmel. You might blame her murder on that adultery killer. Caramel? But that wasn't going to work because he sends photos to the husband, doesn't he? We couldn't do that. He paused. But neither Cooper nor Stocky said a word. Anyway... She thought the affair story might point you towards Royce, Rebecca's husband. Rolls Royce. Royce. That's his name. That's his name, Rolls Royce? Yeah, because he rolls. Carmel Royce. never liked him. Rolling, rolling. Cooper had to ask. You mean she'd planned to murder Rebecca? Jack shrugged. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Oh, she was the second set of footprints? Oh, Is that right? Oh, she, shit, yeah. 
She stopped calling Rebecca on her own phone a while ago, started using mine. So there'd be a record of calls between me and Rebecca. When she first started doing it, I asked why. She said it was an insurance policy. I didn't really understand. But then uh, I never understood half the things what Carmel was thinking. Carmel, that's secret genius. She, she was like always bitch. two steps ahead of me that one, and uh, I trusted her. I'm dumb as shit. He looked around the office. This business was about to go under before I married Carmel. She turned things around so quickly. I don't know how she did it. Man, I'm liking Carmel. Yeah, she killed her friend. That's fine. You got to do what you got to do to get ahead in life. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Look after the customers. Now look after the business side of things, she told me. So I did. And we've never been in a better position. Cooper was amazed at how matter of fact Jack was. A woman was killed. Her murder planned, no less. And he'd been talking about as if it were part of a business dealing. Would you rather be killed in a planned murder or a spontaneous murder? Planned murder. Planned. I feel so special. It's respectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spontaneous. Just like some idiot just killing me is my biggest fear. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, just like a random guy killing you. Yeah. But then like, I hate that. I don't want to die because some idiot just is just like on a whim. But then like everybody knows your business. Have you like, guys? Oh, there's a plan. Have I'm you guys cool heard that, that song where like, they're like, huh trying to like kill a random woman and they're like sexually assaulting her before they kill her and then it's like his mom or whatever this is a song yeah like a by pop who song? It's bob seger it's uh <laughs> people listening to this are going to be losing their minds screaming the title of it but i can't remember what it is it's Selena a very famous Gomez? song yeah no. it like a it's K-pop a fucked song? up story no it's, it's a hip hop it's a it's a fucking old like old school hip hop oh, songs. Oh, well, there's a ton of old hip hop songs about like murdering people. That's like Biggie's whole like discography. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I think it's strong. Oh, right. It's by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So, so you let her uh, take over the running of your business without asking what she was doing? He asked. Well, yeah, she got the results and I was happy not to have to worry about it anymore. I deal with people. I sell houses. I don't do paperwork. That seems like a big part of selling houses, though. Carmel found the customers, both buyers and sellers. She my, got people I, coming through the door, and I did the rest. We're I, a great team. I sell houses on my good word. I just freaking sell them. Yeah. I don't, you don't need to give me the money. Don't I sign anything. You want to live here? You just come in and live here. Just give it. But if give you, me money. If, if you think this house is for you, just open the door. Let's go Fire back box. to this insurance policy, said Stocky. You didn't question what she meant by that? You didn't find it odd she'd used your phone instead of hers to call Rebecca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. What? So, what? Yeah, I guess I did. Whoa. But she told me not to worry about it. It was it was all part of a plan. You just a backup plan. You should be said. a real actor, Ganesh. Yeah, you should be in the movies. You want pictures. Well, we should go take you to on some auditions. Could you, you should be a star. Yeah. I'm I don't sh- need I'm any a, more rejection in my life. Well, Uber, you there? I'm a star, I'm a star. I'm a big, bright, shining star. Mm-hmm. Boogie shining Nights. star. Yeah. 1996. You got to pull your dick out, though. Oh. It's a Muppet dick, though. <laughs> yeah, it was fake. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ganesh's. Take some Oh, picks. that, too. In case things go wrong with what? It's made Jack felt. sighed, clasping and unclasping his hands together <laughs> on the table. Look, I'm not stupid, okay? I knew whatever Carmel was doing to get people through the door might not have been entirely legal. And I knew it somehow involved Rebecca Gilmore. Wait, what kind of business is this again? Real estate, it sounds oh, like. Oh, that's right. All right. Real estate. Everything bad quotes. goes down in real estate. That's so right. she's showing a little titty. Yeah, backroom deals. <laughs> Getting people into the house. Hey, you got to do what you got to do to get them in that open house. But my business went from almost dead to the best it's ever been in six months. <laughs> she out, turned things around. Put out some cookies. And I chose balloons not on the to mailbox. ask questions. That's right. I got the, I got the <laughs> balloons. I got a little sign out with my face. I got the sign with a guy spinning it. Yeah, there's a guy spinning a sign. There's like some uh, pepperoni rolls on the table when you come in. Ah, pepperoni rolls. But then they also, never have pepperoni rolls. Have you ever been yum. to an open house, Austin? Nope. Never bought a house. No. I'm not a homeowner. No, no, no. They don't have pepperoni rolls. I'm a renter. Then how do they expect to get my business? 
The phone calls to Rebecca were another thing she said was she was taken care of, and I let it go. Cooper was increasingly worried that Carmel at this very minute was packing up her things and getting the hell out of town. But they needed to get some more answers from Jack before they could move on her. Let's, uh, let's get back to the part <laughs> where you said you killed Rebecca, said Stucky. Tell us what happened. Carmel told me Rebecca had to go. I don't know why, but I can guess it has something to do with her work. I overheard a few of their conversations, and I got the impression Rebecca was getting into trouble at work for doing whatever it was Carmel had her doing. Carmel can be very persuasive, you see. She's used to people doing what she wants. I learned pretty quick after we got married how to keep her happy. Dude, Carmel's like the mastermind pulling the fucking... You don't yeah, want to make her bull. unhappy. She's like Lucille Bluth. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lucille Ball. Nope. And I was like, I don't see that at all. Both criminal masterminds. Jack glanced down at his lap and paused. Do you think Rebecca made her unhappy? Cooper asked. Jack nodded. Why else would she make me kill her? It was all Cooper could do to keep his expression neutral. They had to keep Jack talking, and the best way to do that was to stay unaffected by what he had said and just listened. Prompting when necessary, as if he were telling a normal anecdote. But what Jack Payne relayed to them was anything but normal. Let's hear it. How'd you do Wait, it, Jack? It? No, you gotta keep going. Come on. As Jack spoke, Cooper's impression of Carmel Payne, or whoever she was, grew more and more disturbing. He was confident she had targeted Jack from the outset, picking him out as a vulnerable single man with a failing business. Someone she'd been a, she, she'd be able to easily manipulate however she pleased. They had married less than six months after meeting, and by then she'd already taken over most of the day-to-day -day running of the real estate agency. God damn, you go girl. Yeah, girl power right there. <laughs> she'd been friends with Rebecca Gilmore before she'd met Jack, and She's from what Jack said, Cooper suspected she had been getting Rebecca to steal identity information from her work at the tax office. My, my, my. Government sabotage. Man, this is this runs deep. It's just aren't enough hours in the day. I know, right? Who finds the time? With <laughs> names, addresses, dates of birth, and tax file numbers, Carmel could find out a lot about a person, couple it with the information gleaned from social media, where people tend to share far too many personal details, and Carmel Payne would have a wealth of information to work with. Damn. Whoa. All right. Well, all that and active on social media. Man, oh, man. Well, 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 She's, well, she's well, an influencer. Well. So she's illegally acquiring people's information in order to convince them to buy houses? Well, it's like Facebook. I Wait, guess? no. I, don't Sorry. <laughs> I, I kind of don't really understand, actually. And then yeah. she's killing motherfuckers? That's right. You didn't want to buy my house, bitch. Well, Rebecca, no. Uh, you can't buy it if you're dead. Uh, we can, uh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty true. They actually say that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm interested. Great. Oh, it sounds like we cracked the case. Yeah. I kind of am curious what the last 25% of this book is going to be about. Perhaps it's the uh, court. I'll run with it. Maybe Ooh, this is like an episode of Law and yeah, Order. Yeah, I love that Get you out of a sticky situation. I hope Caramel's there. Not Caramel. Caramel? And we get the DA in. Or get you into a sticky situation. dealer's choice. Hey, now. Sometimes you want to get into one. Anyway, that's great. Let's read the last page of this fucking dipshit stupid book. Fuck. Holy moly, we are at the end of the book. Can you believe it? The last page of Dark City. Where is this Dark City? What city is it? Manchester, yeah. Berkshire, yeah, uh, uh, Hogwarts, uh, uh, London, the Shire. Uh, putting upon, lads and their mums. Putting upon Thames. Is this Mordor? Yeah. That's the ultimate Dark City. Zion. Is Kiefer Sutherland in this? Yeah. 
That's a joke because he's in the movie Dark City. It was a number of hours later when Anthea and her daughter went to get something to eat. Anthea's back. That yeah, Cooper was finally able to see for himself that his partner would be okay. Former partner, he should probably say now. Stocky had been moved out of recovery and into a general ward by then. Oh, no. Stocky got shot. Oh, dear. Stocky, I hope. Shocky, Stocky shot Shocky, 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 I was one day away. My pension. Oh, poor Stocky. He had it coming, though. He ruined that vacation. The boys were never recovered. He's a bullet magnet. Is it true? I got one skill. I get shot a lot. Human shield, baby. Is it true? Cooper asks after making a few jokes about the situation. Are you going to retire? Yeah, mate. I was thinking about it before this. Well, you know I was, with all the stuff with Saunders and that. But Anthea's right. She's put up with the job for 30 years. It's time I did something for her for a change. But the job is your life. It was my life, Coop. But it's not worth losing my life. Why is this asshole convincing? He just got shot and his wife is tired of it. Like It's time for Coop to learn a lesson. Get out the game. Yeah, Coop, you need to leave too. Your wife hates you. Cooper couldn't argue with that. What are you going to do? Anthea wants to buy a caravan, do some traveling. We knew that already. He already said that. Maybe Great nomads. Sp- maybe spend a bit of time <laughs> with the kids down in Victoria. This guy won't shut up about the damn caravan. Victoria, I could live with that. This is Australia, then, if they're going to Victoria, right? It is, uh, mate. Mate, 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 mate. And this the Saunders stuff? Professional standards? I have a strong feeling all that will go away if I do. Saunders was just trying to hurt me, and with me retiring, he'll think he's won. Mm. Let him. I don't care. But you watch out for him, Coop. He's a first-class prick <laughs> if you get on the wrong side of him and you being my partner probably puts you in that category guilt by association yeah something like that yeah just watch your back mate <laughs> i'm gonna miss you oh i'm not dead jesus christ <laughs> i'm still gonna be around you don't have to look at my ugly mug every day anymore Aww. that's win-win surely cooper smiled you could be right there. Are they going to kiss? Stocky winced and pressed a morphine button his left hand in <laughs> a tight grip on. <laughs> now pump me full of it. Stocky's getting high as shit. See you tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> Daddy's got his juice. Kiss me, Coop. <laughs> you might have to get out of here now. Let a fella get some rest. Sure thing, partner. I'm tripping balls, Coop. <laughs> just Trip one balls. just one kiss. You're like a big old bird looking down at me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my slingshot. Fucking no, that's rips, the other guy. Buddy. <laughs> You look beautiful. You look like one of those big ass dingoes, mate. <laughs> Sorry. To all of the Australians out there. Sorry, Australia. You know, uh, shout out to our Australia listeners, which we actually have a couple of. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah we do. Wow. That's we awful. have a pretty, I'm not going to lie, we're, we have a pretty diverse uh, range of, of listeners. Yeah. Let's not brag about our stats right now. Let's brag yeah. about Let's it. Let's finish the Love our Australia. Yeah. This is a global enterprise. That's not a knife. This is a knife. We love you, Australia. Come on back for more. Read more of the book, you fucking jackass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ja- jackalope, is it? Yeah, I might. That's American. I don't know. Is that even, I thought that was a fictional creature. Nope. It's a rabbit with horns. It's real. Oh, they made, up, they made a Pixar movie. I thought the rabbit with horns was a New Jersey devil. All right, stop. No, your mom's a New Jersey devil. <gasps> stop. Leave all this in, you fucking goon. Cooper took one last look to reassure himself <laughs> that Stocky was going to make it and left the ward. When he was back in the waiting area, he pulled out his phone and called Liz. Where are you? He asked. <laughs> the tables have with turned. The kids, like you always leave me. I'm with my new husband, bitch. <laughs> the boys are multiplying. Still, still at the hospital. Mum's with the boys. Is he okay? 
Cooper had called earlier and let Liz know what had happened to Saki. She was at the same hospital, but had been about to go into surgery herself oh boy, busy and couldn't come and see him. Hey, he's calling her, not just like walking down. Hey, babe, how's the surgery going? It's a long hallway. I'm upstairs. I uh, can't make it down there. I'd love to come to your surgery, but my partner got shot. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> the listen, ultimate. My hands are tied. All right. It's a job. I'm married to the job. In order to get to your room, I'd have to go outside and walk around. It's raining. She was obviously <laughs> finished now. He'll be fine. Want to lift home? Sure, I'll meet you outside. I'll lift up. I could give you a ride back to our house. Do Cooper. they drive in Australia? No, they uh, ride on dinosaurs like the Flintstones. Cooper stood at the back entrance to the hospital and waited, watching all manner of people walk in and out of its doors. Everyone has a life to lead. Everyone has a job to do. He was glad Stucky was retiring, even though it meant losing his partner. He deserved to be happy, and God knew Anthea did after all these years. He wondered what his own life would be like 15 or 20 years from now. Would he still be in homicide? Would Liz still be working as a surgeon? Would they still be together? Would I be dead? He watched as the doors opened yet again, and his wife walked out. She was beautiful. She had always been beautiful. She was everything to him, her and the boys. She's out of surgery already? Yeah, so they put on a new face no, on she her. She is a surgeon. Uh, oh. They oh. just mentioned that. Oh, why did they bring that up in the first place? Wait, Wait, she's a surgeon and basically a single mother. Yeah. So she is very smart. Anybody should be married to the job. It's her. Yeah. Man, he's just a piece of shit. She makes, I'm sure she makes a fucking buttload of money. And he's making what? She's the breadwinner. Scraps. She saves lives and he looks at all the dead people and all those boys. Yeah. You got to factor in the boys, the dancing boys. I have very pricey boys. Would she put up with his long hours and dangerous work for another 20 years? (laughs) I thought it was over. Was he risking his family for his job? Just keeps going. You've got that look on your face, said Liz when she reached him. Stocky's going to be okay, Coop. I just talked to his surgeon in the locker room. Everything went well. (laughs) I know, I know. In the surgery locker room, they're like, that one went well. (laughs) Save that guy's life. Did you save your guy's life? No, I didn't. <laughs> Earlier, I killed a guy. But Get him I tomorrow. Like, hey, you guys today. I'm batting. Sucks. I'm batting 350 today. All right. Sorry. What do you want me to do about it? I got a good one. He's going to be fine. I, then what is it? Run with that. <laughs> Cooper put his arm around her, and they headed for the car. The future, Liz. I think we need to have a talk. They get in the DeLorean, 88 miles. Yeah, Zoom. Wow. Right into 1985. He finally learned his goddamn lesson. Or the talk was, we need a divorce. I hope. Right. I guess we'll For her only sake. see in book one of the Dark City. Yeah. I guess we gotta pass. Read... No, I'll read the next one. Why we'll not? see. Episode forty-two. We'll do it. That was a fun episode. No. Sure, mate. All right. Jesus. More God. iPads. It's fun yeah. to say, mate. It's fun to say, Lassie. It's fun to say, <laughs> mummy. When did we say Lassie? <laughs> well, we didn't. It's just fun to say. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, that was a good book. I think that I give that one thumb up. Yeah. And then yeah. another thumb down. I'm going to do that thumb wiggle from Gladiator <laughs> that what Keen Phoenix does. Yeah. And then I'll stay like that because this book was fine. Sure. I'm going to put my thumb in a pie cooling on a windowsill. I think that this was mm. a fine book. Do you guys want to? Should we cast this? Yeah. As a movie? Who would play these people in a feature film? Somebody's going to remind me of the characters because I just forgot all. We got Cooper, the daddy and the detective That's, sergeant. Well, for one thing, all these people are British, but fuck it. No, Australian. Australian. Who gets shit? I know one Australian actor and it's they're all Russell Crowe. I say that this guy's Bradley Cooper. Okay. Cooper so, is Bradley Cooper. Stocky can be Russell Crowe. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, that's fine. I actually, like I it. like that, actually. Um, Let's see. Oh, we who? got who, the, the, the wives. Um, who is Liz? Liz, I think, is. Okay, so Liz is the main character's wife. Juliana Margulies. 
Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just because of ER. Oh, just because, huh? Just because. You, you liked her in that role? Okay. Seen her in that environment. She's, you've seen her in a surgery costume before, so your head went Juliana Well, she was a, like a head nurse. Oh. Juliana Margaritas. Oh, wow, sorry. But I'm just saying. Juliana Margaritas. That's a new restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, great, Juliana Margulies, and the yeah. other wife was Ancelite, Anse, Anthea, Anthea. Anthrax, yeah, Anth- Anthrax. Oh yes, uh, who plays her? Uh, uh, Judy Dench, Blythe Danner, Blythe Danner. This this is Blythe sure. Danner's like third casting. Yeah, we love I love Blythe. Blythe. Um, Blythe lover, someone <laughs> who pairs well with Russell Crowe. Oh, um, Nicole Kidman, too young. Mm. She's Australian, so it works. That fits. Those are our Australians. I think. Oh, I think she's a little young for that role. I suppose. Yeah, I agree. Why? Just because we don't even. You need an old one. Like sixty. I envisioned her as older. There you go, Blythe Danner. How about that? Have we tried Blythe Danner? I never heard that name before, but I like it. Okay. You know the boys. We gotta cast the boys. Oh man, I'm thinking a little CGI Vern Troyers. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. In memory, in memoriam. I'm thinking it's like um like what Lindsay Lohan did in The Parent Trap. Okay. So it's like two people on the screen. But it's the one actor, actor. We're going to get the hottest boy in the industry right now. The hottest kid actor. Uh-oh. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah. As the two young boys. But shrunken down via CGI yeah. to look as if they were 10 or 11. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chalamet all Oscar the way. Beat. I'm a big Chalamet guy. Yeah, you love him. Um, okay. When you were doing <laughs> Garrett, which is the star of this story. Uh, O'Hara. Garrett O'Hara. Uh, yeah, whatever. The uh, forensic the, analyst, the crying, the crying man, the crying forensic man. We were fucking up his name throughout. I don't I, know who I want to catch. I don't know this actor's name. I know name, what I want. I want, but I know who it is. It's the remember the scientist in Independence Day. Yeah. Oh, the guy who plays Data <laughs> yeah. on Star Trek. Wait, that's the same guy. Brent Spiner. Yeah, Brent Spiner. What the fuck? Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Well, let's get him. All right. I was gonna say the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's I imagine someone younger, but well, fine. Well, well, I was like going to say uh, who we were talking about before the podcast started, Jesse Plemons. I think he'd be. Well, throw, a name, throw a name out there, Kat. Who I do don't you think? know any actors. Oh, a young man. I'm just any <laughs> someone who's boy. just getting established I'm in the world. For a young man type. Are there any young male actors who are really good at crying? Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, let me think about like it. Like a twenty-somethings male actor who is an excellent crier. Oh. Oh, do you guys watch Jake Gyllenhaal? Do you watch Vanderpump Rules? He's like 40. He's old. No, No. nobody watches Vanderpump Rules, but why don't you go ahead and talk about it? Is there a lot of crying on that show? One of the Toms cries all the time. It's really fucking funny. And I think he'd be great in this. That's his big break. You know who I'm going to suggest? I think our one and only Ganesh Sarma should play this role. Oh, yeah. His acting debut. Bring some diversity to this all white cast. Nobody could do this. Yeah, you sound like a Garrett Mm O'Hara. I think that you would do great. You really brought some life to the role that really made the book for me. And I think I saw some real tears. Yeah. I think we all learned a little lesson there. Well, who directs this bad boy? Oh, man. That's we got to get the best Australian director of them all. Oh, um, uh, Crocodile Dundee. Paul Hogan. Oh, you fool. <laughs> oh, who? Crocodile Dundee. Uh, actually, I have spacing on the name, but he directed all those Mad Max movies. <laughs> oh, oh that guy. I know who you're talking about. He directed Mad Max and then also uh, Flight of the, uh, March of the Penguins. Yes, he's great. What? He, what, went, are, what a resume. And then he went back to Mad Max. Yeah, he's only directed like four movies. And I think his name is George R.R. R. Martin. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, right, right. George R.R. R. Yeah. It's something like that's that. our director, but he's Australian as hell and he would do it justice. All right. Australian penguin lover. All right. Well, I think that is another successful episode of Amazon Book Club in the books. Thank you so much to Kat Leth for joining us today. Thank you so much. Legitimizing this podcast. Our first guest. 
hopefully the first of many. Pleasure is all mine. Terrific. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's a whole new vibe. Yeah. We got four. Yeah. Usually I'm just staring at Austin. Yeah, me and Shane just look into each other's eyes the whole time. And we blow kisses at each other. Uh, so now we get to do that to you. Yeah. Uh, well, that was... Uh, thanks, everybody. That was good. Thank you to uh, Morris Reese for our music and Chris Lankless for our art. Thanks to Damn You Diary again. Oh, for, yeah. Thanks, guys. Nice, nice gifts. You're just fudge. Treat. I'm about to crack this fudge. Kitty fudge. I'd eat it, but I'm on a diet. Maybe I'll, when it's, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to eating it later when it's stale. Wow. Shane's really opening it. You want to eat one on the air? I do. Yeah. Do a little taste test. Let's end this <laughs> session with some ASMR. Who wants a fudge? Pass around that fudge. You get a fudge, and you get. I don't want a fudge. Wow. I do want a fudge. Who am I? Who am I? Yeah. Oh, wait, rude, it's nice rude. and soft. <gasps> it's caramel, that bitch. Caramel. <laughs> oh man, it all comes together. Oh yeah, together. who plays caramel? Wait, this is not fudge. It's we actually really delicious. All right, bye everybody. No, wait, no, oh, wait. This fudge is. We great. haven't even plugged our website. You chill out. Oh, yeah. First of all, who plays caramel? I'll tell you who. Edie Falco. Yes. Edie Falco. All right, great. That's the last casting we're doing here tonight. Everybody, go. you can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. You can find us at AMZN Book Club on Facebook and Twitter. And Instagram. Uh, and I would just say, if you can give it a chance, maybe find and eat some fudge. I have been a second because I didn't eat lunch today. Uh, it's a healthy diet. All right, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Love you. We love you.